1: specialist amanda seals happy friday it's black joy friday it's october 6 which Whoa. by the way is world smile day so y'all gotta be smiling did you know that every time you smile you release endorphins so even when you're I in your saddest and you're most frustrated or like when you're conf- like if you're in your most frustrated moment something i do is i actually force myself to smile because it actually is kind of like a meditative practice that like physiologically like calms you down breathe and Mm. smile so let's that's like the remix to breathe and stop breathe and smile (laughs) for real give it what you got what do we got coming up today (laughs) coming up today of course is black
2: joy friday so it's gonna be a lot of smiling plus we're gonna spread black joy all day we've got a public sales announcement the things you learned this week the black spin the people versus so much more y'all it's a black joy friday
1: I mean, that's how it goes down every Friday, okay? You know what to do. Keep it locked right here if you want to get your day up. Because we are up, up, up at the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't move. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. You know what happens every Friday. We got to hit y'all with a story of black joy. All
2: right. So first up, we got to talk about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, also known as Meghan Markle and her man, Harry. So they've announced that they're donating school supplies and menstrual products to girls and young women in Nigeria. So apparently I did not know this. Megan is 43 percent Nigerian. <laughs> And she learned this through a genealogy says, And her and Prince Harry welcomed the team Nigeria at the Invictus Games. And the couple has continued to show their love for Africa since then. (laughs) Um, But as students are around the world are going back to school, their foundation, the Archwell Foundation, is supporting girls' education and health by sending them much-needed supplies. Megan has provided a lot of support to the continent. Throughout the decade, she visited Rwanda to help them get clean water back in 2016. And in 2019, she provided provided kids um, in South Africa clothes. So... She left her people. Fist in the air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Meghan Markle, I see you. I see you. Forty three percent Nigerian. Who knew? Um, okay, I'm like fifty one percent. It's not Nigerian. I mine said uh, it was like a mix. They were like you, you like Togo, okay. that whole area, mm. you know. Um, I want to so do one. one. I should
2: go do one.
1: I mean, I was just happy that it was over 50%. And I was like, <laughs> see? 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 I told y'all. <laughs> I told y'all, niggas. I told y'all. Boosty coming home today. <laughs> All right. We got more Black Joy stories for you because you know that's how we do every Friday. So keep it locked right here at The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. And uh, okay, Ebony K. Williams found herself in the center of this viral conversation. It's been all over the internet. She's talking about mm-hmm. that for Black women who want to get married in the future, they really need to start focusing on it on the present when they're in college. Okay. Right. She says that the Mrs. degree a phenomenon in which primarily white female college students prioritize getting engaged before graduating from college is a thing that she thinks black women should also focus on because she feels that actively pursuing engagement and partnership that early is, is a necessity if they Mm. have the goal of getting married in mind. Um, And she says that this is because, as black women get older, we get less desirable because of our fertility, oh. et cetera, et cetera. So I want to know if y'all agree or disagree. <laughs> so let's take the phone lines. So this is in regards to um,
3: the, the conversation about women looking for husbands while they should be looking for degrees. Now, I don't think that that's like a new thing. I just think it's now more widespread to other cultures, like my background i'm I'm of Caribbean background, both of my parents are straight from Haiti. I've been looking for a husband. Well, they've been looking for a husband for me since I've been in school. Like my mom has been asking for my husband since I graduated high school. So I don't think it's a new stigma. I just think that not everybody is ready. Like first of all, there's a lot that we have to do in school. You want me to look for a husband on top of that? Like no, that's that's too much work. I think that's just asking for too much, and that's just on both sides. I don't think it's just like a black woman thing because. A lot of black men are not married while they're in school or after school. A lot of black men get married a lot later in life when they feel more established. No one wants to be questioning like, oh, like, is this really something that I want to do? If you don't even know what major you want to select. So, I just think that everybody should just talk, yeah, 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 talk
1: to me, baby. Yeah, talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Call me phones Letting now. 24 7. Make sure you call us up, 1 Amanda I 8. That's 1 855 It's group chat on the Amanda Seal Show. Girl, don't be calling out your mom like that. <laughs> <laughs> she just said, "How about the miserable marriage?" She ain't saying, but she said it. But she said it. Hey,
4: Amanda. So I was just calling just to reflect on today's topic. Um, just real quick, I am not raising my daughter and/or son in today's society to be marrying a guy and to be focused on too much of college just because. You know, they just want to. Me being a older female, I see that if you want to hold the cookie, hold the cookie, you're the prize, and focus on you and what you want to do. I'm all about praising your inner thoughts, taking them to reality, and making you shine to where you are the prize. And I don't know. Maybe that's how Beyoncé got where she got to. So
1: that's just my thought on it. Y'all act like Beyoncé wasn't in a whole loveless marriage where this man was cheating on her. Ooh. So crazy that her sister had to fight him in an elevator and then she had Ooh. to do an entire public album and tour about it. Oh, Like, this that has mean, not been a fairy tale.
2: That did happen. The album <laughs> this was has not too. been a fairy
1: tale by <laughs> any means. Okay? It's great that they got over that hump. You know what I'm saying? But... Gr- I mean, that's that's crazy that put her through that.
2: Right. And you forgot he released his, he had to release his own album too to address it as well.
1: Sir, sure. so I'm just saying, we gotta cut it cut it down. Keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay now, since that's something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. Being informed is not riding a high horse. Knowing the facts don't mean I think I'm all that. Telling the truth and being direct don't mean I am trying to be elitist. I just want you to listen. And it ain't nothing sweet to say. We just all need to listen to the actual words and not how we want them said. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did
4: not come here to show out, did not come here to impress you, because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone, and I don't care what you think about me, but just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that. CM
1: and the Amanda Seal show, lied to you, Jack. We ain't nobody fool, no. we shaking up the system. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached The The Amanda Amanda Seals Show. Show.
2: We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind.
1: You
5: know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. Good morning, Amanda. This is Sylvia from Houston, Texas. I love what you and Jeremiah about the Bible are doing. I love listening and learning new facts. And listening to last week's show made me go to C-SPAN to just kind of see how they were dealing with this impeachment with Biden. One thing I found that was very interesting, so during the, uh, the hearing, a gentleman, a representative, I believe Republican from Florida, had posted or shown on the screen yep. a text message. Yep. And later during the hearing, a Representative uh, Ocasio from New York, a, de- yep. a Democrat, she later sh- shared some knowledge about how the hearing kind of a go, and one thing I found that was cool is basically she mentioned how during the hearing there was only four people who were sworn in, which were the people the Democrats and Republicans were questioning, but as far as the House of Representatives on both parties, none of them were sworn in and basically made it known to the people how they were protected by this speech and debate rule for the hearing. Um, And basically saying that they can kind of say false things. And she pointed oh, out how the Florida Republican had posted on the screen or his, in his argument a fake text message was that was fabricated. And she later mm-hmm. wanted to submit into the hearing the actual full document of the text message that the florida representative had uh brought up so i thought that was really interesting and that was something that i learned over the weekend but it was only because i dug into it because if i was listening to your radio show so i thought that was really cool keep doing what you guys are doing and spreading spreading knowledge uh the u.s people definitely do need it and i appreciate you guys Have, have a wonderful day
1: Thank you so much. That makes me feel really good. And you know what? I just learned something because I knew that um, bitch ass Byron Donaldson had <laughs> um, shared fake texts. And I knew right. that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had called out that they right. were fake texts. But I I was also saying to myself, like, why was he allowed to do that? Right. And now she just clarified for me because he hadn't been sworn in. And I wonder why he hadn't been sworn in. To be a part of this, um, on the proper, you know, to have to, if you're going to be a part of a hearing and you're going to speak, I feel like you should have to be sworn Sworn in so that you can be held on the record.
6: Mm -hmm. I feel you. Mm -hmm. We need a C
1: span sponsorship. I
6: think that I think that's crazy that he can go in there and troll on our tax dollars. (laughs) Like, are you serious, my guy?
1: And that he would—that's the part for me. It's like just because you can, it's the fact that you did, and that's sad. So sad. one Amanda manda 8 is the number. one 855 262 We'll be right back with more Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. But happy birthday to Bronnie James and NFL coach Tony Dungy. Um, Do you do the Halloween thing, Jeremiah? I try
2: to. Every year I'm like, I'm going to do a costume. And then Halloween come, I ain't put out not one costume.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I never got into it. I never got into it. I I did date a dude one time who was like so obsessed with it. Like it was almost like, Mm -hmm. this is an ick.
2: (laughs) yeah. Like it, was, like it was, it was very much though. like
1: you're putting more energy into your costume than our dates, and I don't like it. Ooh. I don't like it.
2: Did y'all do cute couple costumes at all? No.
1: No, because I don't do Halloween. I'm like that's devil's <laughs> worship. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, I mean, <laughs> y'all love to pull out devil's worship when you don't like to do something. That's devil's worship. You reading? That's devil's worship Burn those books. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't do Halloween. It's just not my thing. It's just not my thing. That's so surprised. Nonetheless, I mean, listen. If Halloween was about Harry Potter, then I would do it. But it's not like, and Harry Potter love a Halloween. Like they love a spooky time because they're witches and wizards and it's a whole thing. However, their spooky time is about like magic, not about like danger. And that's what I don't like about Halloween. Yeah, sure.
2: Same, same. I
1: don't like that. Uh, but you know what's actually happening on this show on this Friday? No danger, just good times. Like what?
2: Well, we have more Black Joy. We're spreading Black Joy all day because it's Black Joy Friday. I'm taking somebody to the Court of Public Opinion and the People vs. Plus, we got to do some things you learned this week. And we're going to check the voicemail.
1: That's how it's going down. So make sure you keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Hit us up on social media at Seal Said It. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And you can always call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. You hear these people on the check the voicemail? That could be you. So give us a ring. You got some advice. You got the things you learned this week. You got a topic that you heard this week that you want to chime in on. We are here, ears and eyes open, to listen, laugh, and learn. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We got a Black Joy story when we get back. Hey y'all! Happy Friday! Here at the Amanda Seal Show, it's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. We like to keep y'all up, up, up lifted. So that means we got to give y'all another a story of black joy.
2: I love this story. When I first heard about it, Amanda, so Anthony Nesty is making history by becoming the first black U.S. This. Olympic swimming head coach. I Who love knew? this. So he was first of all the fact that Amanda loves this and she hates black first tells you it's a good story. Exactly tells you. Exactly <laughs> So he was chosen to lead The U.S. men's swimming team In 2024 For the Olympics in Paris Where he will become The first black head coach For the American swim team Also if y'all didn't know this Nesty was the first Black male swimmer To win an Olympic gold medal At the 1998 Seoul Games And the U.S. swim team Decided um, at the June trials In Indianapolis Just so y'all know And they say black folks Can't swim Now we lead in a charge Come on, We the y'all. coach black folks. We coaching y'all This folks. is the
1: thing Anything that black folks Can't do it's only been because they wouldn't let us. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let us play golf on their course, and then Tiger came through and was like, "What? What? What? <laughs> okay." They they wasn't really letting us do gymnastics because we couldn't afford to. Right. And now Simone Biles. Yeah, first Dominique, first it was Betty Okino, Stella Uma, Dominique Dawes, like y'all understand Didi Dee Dee Foster, like even in the NCAA ranks, like the black girl's been knocking mm-hmm. it down for like a very long time. But right now, in the in the world championships, like it's it's really real. You got Charlese Jones, you got Simone Biles, even in the other countries. You have Rebecca Andrade from Brazil. So swimming was only a meta. <laughs> It was a matter of time. Tennis. <laughs> they tried to keep us out of tennis. Arthur Ashe was like, whoop, whoop, boop. Althea nope. Gibson was like, get. And then we have Serena and Venus.
2: What's next? What's the next frontier?
1: <laughs> Apparently, we over there whopping it down in hockey, too.
2: Really? i about to say, winter sports, when we get on them, don't let us get into winter sports, Now It's over. Let me
1: tell you, if black people start snowboarding, like, for real, for real, it's a wrap we gonna start doing they, We gonna, they're they gonna have to reinvent the snowboard <laughs> we're gonna be doing flips on the board as the board is flipping on the slope
2: go ahead Jordan Snow, Air Jordan um, snowboards it's gonna be all types of stuff new suits. they had
1: to cheat Syria Bonaly out of winning the gold and in in ice skating okay mm-hmm. so shout out to Nesty which I, I didn't even know that a black person won a gold medal that far back in the 98 Soul Games in swimming
2: Things you learned this week on the Black Joy Friday. Look at
1: that. Yeah. We'll be right back. With the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are, we up, we are.
7: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: Uh, Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here and it is time for The People Versus. Who,
2: I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired, Amanda. Uh, because this week is The People Versus Sexy Red. you're like, what? Sexy Red do besides, you know, she be writing her little song. She be running around her glasses. Well, she had this to say about Donald Trump. (laughs) Let's take a
5: listen. Do you think more people are going to support Trump now in the hood or no?
1: Yeah, they support him in the hood. Because at first, I don't think uh, people was with him like they thought he was racist, saying, and you know, against women. But once he started getting black people out of jail and giving people their free money, Oh baby, we love Trump. We need him back in office.
6: Yeah, that a uh, little bit of free money goes a long way. We um, need him back,
1: cause yeah, baby, them <laughs> we, checks.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yes, them stimulus checks. Trump, we miss you. This woman, so okay, pe- and now I'm done. Now I'm done. Before I was like, <laughs> let her sing her little songs <laughs> and whatever, you know. But you're stop. Shut up.
2: So the people, including Amanda Seals, had a lot to say this week. Someone said it amazed me how black people are still mesmerized by a couple of twelve hundred dollar checks they got mm, the fender. Also, someone said, when when people realize um, the Democratic Congress approved those shakes and Trump's administration actually tried to block them. Somebody said, well, he in Lil Wayne. That's a W. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, And someone also said, this is why we cannot and should not look to celebrities for guidance. Um, He was calling for protesters to be shot. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. Now, Sexy Red, you know, write your little song. Shake your little... Your little, your little tail Chicken, fat, but but Where your black booty hole. Right. But I think we have to really be conscious of just... Also, we talk about this a lot on the show. When people ask you a question, you can also just not answer it. You can also be like, you know what? Let's not talk Baby. about Donald Trump. Let's talk about <laughs> my new single. Let's talk about that time I was dating a dude and he rides my different... Room. Let's talk about that. Talk about something else. <laughs>
1: you know what? Just stick to what you know.
2: <laughs> right. Because the rhetoric that people have, especially in the, our black community, that Donald Trump is just like this amazing person for black people first of all, donald trump isn't an amazing president for anybody completely for honest. anyone <laughs> so but specifically not black people so the fact that we see people perpetuate this especially when you have a platform a bully pulpit of sorts it's really irresponsible
1: it's also irresponsible for the interviewer to ask sexy mm-hmm. red about politics
2: well you know that's why they do it though it's because i talk know about but it i trail. know
1: i know but mm-hmm, it's but mm-hmm. it's and that's a white interviewer right
2: Yes. Yes.
1: So he's playing in her face,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she's playing right along. Right along with it. You can't even see it. <laughs> the, when All it comes to the people. Can't even see him playing in her face. Order oh, in the yeah. court. <laughs> when it
2: comes to people, the people versus the sexy red job. I'm with the people on this one because sexy red. You gotta be. <laughs> Go take a civics class. Just do that. Just take, just take you that. know what the just thing is
1: though. When people say like that's why you shouldn't listen to celebrities, I think it's important the adjective. That's why Mm -hmm. you shouldn't listen to celebrities who are not known to be intellectual, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. why you shouldn't listen to celebrities who are not like a a part of the process. Like Mm -hmm. Kerry Washington is somebody who is very, who has been very involved in political Mm -hmm. processes for years now, right? Mm -hmm. John Legend, somebody who has Mm -hmm. been very involved in political processes, you know. I will tell you that like my brand has consciously been about like intellectualism and, 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 and smartness and advocacy. Mm -hmm. Her name is sexy red. Yeah. So let's, let's, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like nothing about that is an indicator of her being somebody that we should be listening to. His name is Ice Cube.
2: Oh, now how Ice Cube get in it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, yesterday, Amanda, I gave my most likely suit to another female rapper, Cardi B, because of her duality, her ability to switch it up, be we fun and be cool, but also have a brain and use it. And she's to... demonstrated
1: that consistently, yes. though.
2: yes, yes.
1: It doesn't just come out in an interview, like on her own time, she's like, yo, y'all need to understand, like the way the fiscal process is set up for the government. Like the fact that it's in September, like that's crazy, because what it means is that it undermines the realities of how the reform can take place.
2: Which we love. love You
1: know, I met Cardi. I did her her show on Facebook and uh, she's a lovely gal. She's a lovely gal And and she is smart And she, mm-hmm. she was like Yo They was like Yo you doing something With Amanda Seals? Like what's that gonna be like Like I don't know And she was like I'm here with you now Like you mad cool Like I don't understand The problem It's the Bronx accent <laughs> for me I feel like I, I feel like my cardi Is very solid I feel like it's very solid Cause it's all It's just It's just like a step away From check a Just a step Keep it like right here At the Amanda Seals show Y'all we'll be right back The Amanda Seals show We are we up we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Must learn. Things I learned this week. Yeah Shout out to you, Seals, for being a real one. We trying to learn. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. You know what we love about Fridays? It's things I learned this week. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so let me tell is. you about some things I learned this week. Okay. First off, before he was burned alive by Spaniards.
2: Okay. Chief
1: Hatui of the island of Hispaniola. So that is the island that has both Haiti on one side and the Dominican Republic on the other side, Hispaniola. So the chief Hatui of the island of Hispaniola was asked if he would accept Christianity to go to heaven. Hatui asked whether or not the Spaniards go to heaven, to which the priest responded, Of course, yeah, we do. And he said, No, I'm good. Oh, he said, I would rather go to hell where I won't see such cruel people. Oh, mm. well, <laughs> ate him up, ate him up. They had to kill him then because he ate him up. What you go do? <laughs> ate them up And some. Also, did you I don't know if anyone did y'all know this? Did y'all know that Betty Boop is black?
2: Yeah, I didn't know that actually. Or inspired by black women. I did not know woman. that
1: the character of Betty Boop is black. I mean, I guess because I've always seen her in a black and white image. Um, and like in the black and white image her dress is black but her skin is just outlined in black so she's you know well that... the
2: character is white but they she's inspired by a black woman they made her white though
1: well the Broadway performance of Boop the Betty Boop musical is now starring uh, J- Jasmine Amy Rogers a black woman as Betty Boop
2: Ooh, love it yeah Broadway? we love to see
1: that so go out there and support there's so many black shows coming to Broadway there's uh that show then there is um pearly with leslie odom jr mm-hmm. and then there is also i think it's jaja's african braiding boutique oh yeah it's um, like a braiding
2: about the hair salon mm-hmm.
1: yeah jaja african braiding jaja african hair braiding boutique um i just ugh, i really want to see that um so shout out good. to that okay so speaking of folks that be singing. Nina Simone, I found an interview mm. from Nina Simone. And, like, listen, Nina Simone has always been, like, you know, her own kind of gal. And right. I thought this was interesting because this interview is from 1999, which I didn't even realize Nina lived that long. But listen to this interview where she talks about an encounter she had with a record label executive.
7: Before I let you go, one question. There is a report that at a business meeting once you pulled out a knife. I sure damn did. Did you? Yes I did. Why? Because Oh dear. Because there was a record company. (laughs) You were about to say something. I can't say. I was a record company that stole my albums and didn't pay me. And they came to Switzerland. And I said, where's my money? And they said, we're not gonna give you any money. I said, oh, yes you are. <laughs> and I got a gun. Uh, it was a gun, it wasn't a knife. <laughs> and I followed him to a restaurant and I tried to kill him. Mm. I missed Yum. him and I went back to America. You actually pulled the trigger? Oh, f- not. excuse me. Uh, yes, I did.
2: <laughs> I'm scared of her.
7: <laughs> and felt and felt better for it. Oh yes. Sorry, I didn't get him.
1: <laughs> so while y'all was talking about like ice cube rolling up in the Interscope offices with a bat, mm-hmm. Nina was the actual real one. Nina said, "I got a gun. It wasn't a knife. I got a gun." Right. And also, it's like she was like, "I asked. I you the money? Like she didn't she come did. out." She didn't come out brandishing the weapon. Y'all gonna gonna get her the money, and they said no. And it was like, well,
2: one of. In us that case, know. here we are.
1: Nina <laughs> Simone. All right, those are the things I learned this week, y'all. Keep it luck right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We got more show for you. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up.
7: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
1: Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seale Show. I know you've been thinking about us.
2: And we've been thinking about you.
1: So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message.
3: My name is Whitney. I'm from Philly. Um, This week I learned that apparently a lot of times um, women are blamed for infertility and other fertility issues after age 40. But actually men over the age of 40 um, drop their fertility levels I think 11% every year. Um, mm. So basically the men are more so to blame for mm. infertility issues or any type of um, pregnancy related um, issues after age 40 more so than women. So I thought that was interesting because a lot of times women get the blame but it's actually
1: sort of men's problem. <laughs> Have yeah. a great day. <laughs> you know they always be trying to get to the women i mean i saw summer lee representative summer lee um say that the military spends something like 14.7 billion i i make i think i can't remember if it's billion or million but it's like either way on viagra
2: what why is that in the military expenses? yes
1: exactly which is also why why it is bonkers that tommy tuberville is like yeah i'm not gonna allow for there to be the next level of um of military uh promotions etc because i don't think the military should be supporting uh abortion costs for its members so that's what she was that's what she was it's just madness well thank you so much for sharing what were you going to say?
6: I was Three? saying, going to say there's nothing sadder than somebody that's 55 years old plus yeah. with gray hairs in their beard with a car seat yeah. in the back of their seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not the car seat. <laughs> Pop Pop got a car seat back <laughs> the car there. It's not the grandkids.
1: <laughs> the car seat is rough. The car seat is rough. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a time. But I, I think, you know, for all intents and purposes, though, we are seeing people have kids at a later age. Um, we are. I mean, that's a real thing that's happening And we are definitely I know some of my peers They got that car seat and the gray hair They got it
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Time for a they play date <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back, y'all This is the Amanda Seal Show Keep it happening, keep it popping And keep it laughing on a fun Friday The Amanda Seal Show We up, we up, we up Friday, October 6 2023. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And you can check me out tomorrow in D.C. Yes, y'all. I will be there for the Because They're Funny Festival screening my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust. If you want to check out the trailer, just go to inamandawetrust.com. So I'll be at the Because They're Funny Festival. I'll be at the Because They're Funny Festival. And uh, I'll be at 1 p.m. at the Union Stage Theater on the Wharf. Okay, so make sure you come on out. We're going to be showing the screening. We're also going to be doing political comedy and trivia. We're also going to be doing a Q&A. And I'll be there in my pink suit with my afro to see y'all. So I hope you'll be there too. Get your tickets at becausethey'refronty.com or amandaseals.com. All right. What do we got coming up this hour?
2: Coming up this hour, we're going to spread more black joy. Plus we got the
1: word game and we're going to check the voicemail. We got all of that for you right here. So stay connected with me. Phone lines are open 24-7. Here's a random trivia for you. Did you know that 75% of people do not know This person's last name. Do you know who the person is? My. Their name. You know my last name. (laughs) The Bible. People like right here. That's my last name. (laughs) Hey, y'all! This is the Amanda Seals show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it's time to hit you with yet another a story of black joy.
2: So, shout out to Meg the Stallion. You know, last week or two weeks ago, she was out there in Texas with Beyonce. But this is not what we're talking about today. Megan The Stallion has joined forces with a Flame Out High to say, F you to student debt. Um, the rapper and the snack brand have teamed together to launch the Flaming Hot University and an initiative that gives back to HBCU students. She has a one-of-a-kind online curriculum that shows fans how to unleash their Flaming Hot with courses on food, fashion, and lifestyle. So Megan said, I feel like everyone knows I love education and I would definitely advise anyone to pursue a real degree and finish school. Um, there's also part of the digital rollout includes cooking tutorials, photo shoot tips, advice on content creation and so much more. I love this. I love Megan giving back to the, to the college's.
1: I love this, and I also just love her team coming up with Mm -hmm. this very unique way to work with a brand. Okay, because this is this is the kind of stuff that just like happens. Okay, it's it's because the team is like, how do we do something unique? How do Mm -hmm. we do something innovative? And here's where the thoughtfulness comes in. How do we do something that actually gives back? That not Mm -hmm. that doesn't just give to us. So shout out to Megan. Um Megan uh the Stallions team for, for really you know being innovative in what they're doing with her brand and aligning her with education like in a right. very, very real way. Now, what is Tory Lane's team
2: doing? You know what?
1: Because he could be <laughs> aligning with education from inside. He could. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. <laughs> Yo, hey, Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It is Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to do what we do every Friday, where I test Jeremiah, like the Bible, and DJ Supreme on our words of the day with our words of the week game. All right, now, these words this week were actually pretty unique. I feel like there was a lot of, like, weird-sounding, kind of different type of words. Then there was dude, there was two words in particular where I feel like we kind of heard the word before, but we didn't really necessarily know, like, the exact definition. So we're going to see how y'all do. I'm going to just go the traditional route. Actually I changed my mind <laughs> I'm not going to do this just wrong. This is going to be a time Where I will tell you the meaning You got to tell me the word Alright I will okay. tell you the meaning And you got to tell me the word Now let's get your sounds Jeremiah like the Bible What is going to be your chime in sound?
2: Purple rain mm. Just, Just two words Purple rain Just purple rain Purple rain
1: Okay 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 Supreme
2: <laughs> I'm focused
1: man toast out to holler at me, man. <laughs> Young hobby,
5: you
1: hurt. Yes, y'all she was, and she was there. She was there. She was <laughs> there. <laughs> it was a time. <laughs> listen. Leave chicks chicken leg. Some of them be balling Get the best of you whenever I put my all in. Have mommy's calling full of yard. Dog. get and pollen. Ass drop. Asus. To so have my not exposed, so have my not. when I got about the cash that I got, but I used to not having a lot. I'm I'm from the I'm
5: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't think y'all understand the chokehold that Maya had on us for a moment. Okay, like, but just a side note, like Maya. Maya was that girl
6: when I met her I told her that I'm like you don't know like you you are that girl for real for real like this is She's joint right here girl.
1: yeah like I mean because there's that then there was like um the the uh ghetto superstar that was a big record. That.
6: yeah then it. there
1: was um the record with Beanie man Beanie Manadega them show. <laughs> the girls and Sugar And then there was of course the records that she had When I was in high school with Silka Shaka And um
6: You forgot the one with uh, her and Cisco. It's all about me that was the first It's one.
1: all about me yeah. <laughs> Listen Maya was that girl And when I met her she was so just kind of like Hey y'all I just remember I just remember I can't remember who it was They were like Maya be dating regular dudes from the projects <laughs> Which oh, man,
6: I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> He's like, Shucks. All right. But you were not a regular of projects. Uh projects. We have established that, Supreme. So cut it I, out.
6: Hey, I, I was there. I was around. Ooh. I could have acted like it for a minute.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. The fraudulence. All right. Let's get into this game. All right. First word. Favoritism based on kinship. Harper rain. Mm. Yes, Jeremiah, like the Bible. It is
6: nepotism. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is correct. That is correct. The word is nepotism. And yes, uh, Donald Trump is also correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you're not going to get a point for that, but you're going to get a pat on the back. Getting a pat on the back. All right, Jeremiah is up with one. The next word is. Um. A word describing people or things that express or are expressive of strong feelings.
6: Uh, Uh. I'm focused, man. Okay, um, Jay-Z. That is, sounds like fur, fervid, fervid, fervid. That fervid, is
1: correct. Fervid. The word is fervid. All right, all right. Okay, so we got one to one, and we're going to keep it going when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Did y'all know those words in the car? Did you know them? I bet you didn't know them. No, me, me, you know what? My crowd, my folks, they be on it. So let's see if y'all can wrap it up when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here with DJ Supreme and Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we are in the midst of a heated Mm head-to-head battle for this week's Word of the Week game. Now, every day I give y'all a word and you know, the goal is at the end of the week. I will quiz these two brothers to see if they've retained any of these words. And I hope you all are retaining them as well because we got to expand our vocabulary to better express ourselves. All right. Now, they've already said two of the words, nepotism and furbid. So let's keep going. Mm. Now let's get a refresher. What are are your buzzers purple rain I'm focused man alright there you have it okay this word the definition of this word is to understand something both profoundly and intuitively
6: I'm focused man I know this yes. one grok <laughs> that's what it was yeah <laughs> that is the word yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm back yes <laughs> that, that was the word that was the word
1: that is the word all right so Supreme is up two to one two to one all right the next word is an adjective mostly used in formal I'm or literary speaking writing
5: <laughs> did he get it
1: first, let me, finish first. The definition. let me finish the definition as a synonym of authentic genuine and true
6: I'm letting you rock Jeremiah oh, I know okay. this one too uh, it's
1: I mean you had act. it first though. Okay,
6: it's act. It's X. X however
1: you say yes, it. It that sounds is crazy.
6: The
2: word. It's that like is. you gotta <laughs> add, add it in the throat, the throat itch part <laughs> of it.
1: Echt. <laughs> all right, there we have it. So Supreme, you, you take it. You won this week.
6: I'm feeling I'm about good to about word, that. Uh, I wanna shout word. out Morgan State. I wanna shout out Delaware State. I wanna shout out all the HBCUs. Even Howard. <laughs> let's not eat too much. See, so you see what happens <laughs> they too much. You see what
1: All right, y'all. Those are your words of the week: grok nepotism, fervid. Eh. Use them in your daily speech and let people know you learned it right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up what's up y'all it's amanda seals
2: and Jeremiah, like the bible
1: and you've reached the The amanda Amanda seal show Show. we
2: love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss and that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind
1: you know what to do with the beep leave that message hi amanda i just wanted to touch
3: base about your um side effects of nice guys podcast i recently just got out of a long-term relationship with a quote-unquote nice guy good guy we had a lot of chemistry we clicked we had a lot in common he was my best friend um but you know he's in med school i'm in med school when the tough got tough and the going got going um he just mm-hmm. decided he didn't want to be with me anymore so i kind of had to pivot and go a new direction but love the podcast love you and jeremiah I like the bible it's been difficult but
1: i just keep hoping and keep praying that there is someone out there for me thanks guys have a great day See. You know, at this point, I feel like we got to stop hoping and praying somebody out there for us. And we just got to focus <laughs> on just like just just focus on you and let your light be mm-hmm. a beacon. Like mm-hmm. th- I had to t- I had to tell myself the other day, I was like, you know what, Amanda, you really honestly just need to focus on you being your most happiest and best self and let that be a beacon to attract to you whatever is best for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I'm going to stick to, because if, if, if the right person is out there, let that come to you. And mm-hmm. I know some people are like No Let the apps come to you And then Ooh, get on the apps And use that But that might, <laughs> that might be your way That might <laughs> be your way So I think it's um, I think it's a real It's a real it's a, it's a rough time out here It's a rough time out here So I hear you I hear you But Side Effects of My podcast Make sure you check it out
2: But a minute so yesterday we talked about The whole waiting Like focusing on guys During college And she was Now had she like Focused on her boo and not med school and he would like left now what now I ain't got no now medical won. degree and no <laughs> man
1: now he's now, a whole doctor and right. you kind of won you said now, now you kind of won so you med see? school on the game yeah listen and, and I'd be wondering like how you even having whole relationships in med school whenever I see that I'm just like y'all got multitasking down to us. science crazy anatomy <laughs> even on grades they'll be having whole relationships they're like we smashing, in a, we smashing it we smashing in a closet but right. ultimately I gotta go make sure I pass these exams and, and handle mm-hmm. rounds <laughs> alright y'all thank you so much for calling one eight five five 855 8 that's one 262 6328 and I wanna shout out the American women's gymnastics team for getting the gold at the World Gymnastics Championships, clenching it and they did so with, you know, they had some issues, but ultimately they pulled together and it was really dope to see Brazil number two. I don't think y'all understand, like, Brazil has never had a team that was on the world stage in such a significant way. So to see them not only on on the podium, but number two, and that's thanks to folks like Flavia um and uh, Rebecca Andrade and Jade Barbosa who's like 36 and came out of retirement like let me come help my team level it up so I have mm. chills because I just talking about it it's just it's such a beautiful thing to see different folks coming into the gymnastics arena and all these black girls okay all these black girls so shout out shout out shout out keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show The Amanda Seal Show We up we up we up your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Now we just played the word game but I have a bonus word for you on this Black Joy Friday. The word okay. is palmy.
2: <laughs> like sweaty hands or touchy palmy Actually,
1: Palmy actually describes something that is flourishing or marked by prosperity. Oh. So in these folks trying to shut down the black girl freedom front they're trying to the, the palm colored folks is trying to stop us from being palmy. <laughs> Okay Great use, trying Great, great flip They're trying to stop Black girl Black girl palminess Okay <laughs> what do we got coming up this hour
2: we're gonna share some more black joy y'all it's black joy Friday as you know plus we got the black spin and some things you learned this week
1: all right all that going down here at the Amanda Seal show you love it we love to see it if you miss any of the show you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcast just search the Amanda Seal show keep it locked we also like to hear from you so keep it our phone lines are always open so call us maybe you need some advice maybe you want to share some things you learned this week or you got something on your mind call me 1-8 5-5-5-5-8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Remember, you can also check me out in DC this weekend. I will be at the Because They're Funny Festival at Union Stage at the Wharf. It's going down in Amanda We Trust, my political comedy documentary. I'm screening it. You want to see a trailer go to animated trust.com and if you want to see me make sure you get your tickets to the because they're funny festival at because they or AmandaSeals.com. we'll be right back with a black joy story hey y'all happy friday here at the amanda Seals show it's a fun day friday it's a friday friday and it's a black joy friday so it's time for a story of black joy, joy. Alright, so last
2: hour We talked about one rapper Meg the Stallion We got some other mm-hmm. ra- um, Rappers on the roster So this time Jay-Z and Meek Mill Hosted an exclusive Casino Night fundraiser For criminal justice So The Stars yeah. was out Last weekend, Amanda To support the Reform Alliance Which is a nonprofit organization That is co-chaired By Meek Mill himself And Michael Rubin So the inaugural Fundraising Gala Raised $24 million For criminal justice reform And one of the biggest Parts of the night Was when they heard The moving testimony Of Wilo. So Wilo was arrested for armed robbery at 11 years old in 1990 Jesus. and is now a renowned advocate for criminal justice reform. Um, he played it with the audience to do more to change parole and probation laws in a fireside chat with Kevin Hart. Look at that. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's rappers. So the event had to close with the after the party, which included surprise <laughs> performance, performances from rappers Quavo, Lil Zerk, and Travis Scott. So,
1: you know, it was a night of fun and learning we love to see it we love to hear it we love to know that the brothers are working together to Mm -hmm. do what needs to be done because we always talk about like it's not just about voting right Right. and it's like okay well how well okay then what else can we do right Mm -hmm. and this is an example of like putting your money where your mouth is and trying to create other ways to get folks informed but also Mm -hmm. to invoke reform um Mm -hmm and that can be a very slow process and it requires so many like levers and and elements you know it's like petitions it's gar- uh, galvanizing the people it's mm. getting politicians from you know different bipartisan sides to to support things it's getting corporations to put their money behind things i mean getting lobbyists like it's very it's it's very stress-inducing and it really is it really would be great if it didn't require all of this for, like, things to be done that just should be done. Um, right. But, uh, so the goal of this event was to raise money.
2: Yeah, raise money to support, the, you know, just changes towards criminal justice. reforms towards criminal justice.
1: Right. Because that money ends up being used in, even stuff as basic as, like, flights. Mm-hmm. For organizers to get to here, there, and everywhere to try and, you know... Garner this stuff costs money, Amanda. What you saying? This
2: stuff costs money. People think, oh, you just walk outside and you just it happened.
1: That's why, like, when I when I when someone said to me, like, oh, like Al Sharpton, like they were like he was scamming. I'm like, okay, for all of purposes, you cannot like Al Sharpton, but at the end of the day, like he really was out here like mm. being a voice and being a face for for change, right? And for challenging systems mm. and. Should he not be compensated for that?
2: Right. We talked about, you talked about last week, uh, Tamika Mallory, like security in Louisville. Like you got to pay yes. for security. We love a donation, but people like to get paid too.
1: <laughs> we love a donation. And sometimes people are donating their time as security. Like mm-hmm. I donated so that I could be a part of the funds that help mm-hmm. secure them. You know, like, I, mm-hmm. I, I I, mean, these are basic things. Like Aretha Franklin had to donate To Martin Luther King's efforts because he was like, (laughs) I don't know that we have enough bread to like keep Mm. this civil rights thing going. Mm -hmm. And she was like, holist, (laughs) holist. You know, because the other part of it is that organizers have families as well. Organizers have stomachs as well. Organizers need roofs (laughs) over their head. Organizers need, you know what I'm saying? Like, and for all intents and purposes, like in order for organizers to be able to help and serve their community the best as possible they can, they need to not be trying to stress about their own wellness.
2: Listen, that part, that's a word. Or their finances I'm stressed with my finances That's what and I, mean. I ain't even,
1: And I ain't even Running the uh, You are not struggling Over your finances Quit Well, no, I said, people
2: That lie No I'm not saying I'm <laughs> stressed about I'm saying people Like everyday people Are stressed over finances About like just bills And like inflation So imagine thinking about that And like having to <laughs> Help the people And having to like side. Stress about
1: like The police is shooting up everybody And I'm tasked With trying to change right. that Right. That's a lot, y'all. That's a lot. So we got to support. We got to support. And let me. And they always say this, and it's really true. Every little bit go a long way. That's sure. Because you'd be like, "What's my five dollars going to do?" Well, you know, if five hundred people give five dollars, I don't do math, but that's a that's a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Five five hundred people give five dollars. That's going to be twenty five hundred dollars.
2: Sure. Yes.
1: <laughs> it is because it's two zeros and five times five. Five yep. is twenty five. Okay, we did it.
5: (laughs) Now we can buy three
1: boxes of Girl Scout cookies (laughs) due to inflation. Keep it like right here, the Amanda Steel Show, y'all. The Amanda Steel Show. We up, we up, we up.
7: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
0: whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqal and talk to your doctor to see if cascali is right for you
1: welcome back to the amanda seals show it's your girl amanda seals and it is time for the black spin now you know we've been celebrating 50 years of hip-hop every week with the black spin mm-hmm. your girl is a hip-hop connoisseur. I, you know, I'm a scholar (laughs) in the field. And I feel like one element of hip-hop that gets left behind as the music um, continues to expand globally Mm -hmm. is Graffiti. Right. Like mm. even breakdancing is now in the Olympics. So breakdancing is. <laughs> is now in the Olympics. Hip hop is still expanding with the breakdancing. Right. But I feel like right. graffiti doesn't get enough acknowledgement as part of the role that it played in the expansion of hip hop and the birth of hip hop. Right. So mm. the time when hip hop was growing in the 80s, it was coming out of folks really just wanting to an outlet sometimes people like to be like hip-hop was a revolutionary tool that was being used to change the trans to change the system and it's like okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) originally it was not it was it was an escape right it was a musical form and it was something that was coming out of a particular group that Mm -hmm. was really disenfranchised for a number of reasons Mm -hmm and it was the time when crack had like taken over the streets that's
2: correct okay
1: <laughs> yes crack had taken over the streets so we also saw a diminishment in people's quality of life not just because of the drugs but also because the some lords in new york were doing this thing where they were like setting buildings on fire to try and get insurance money and stuff like that so people were what? also just yeah they were doing all types <laughs> of silly crazy stuff so I say that to say that graffiti plays a role in this because what graffiti did for a lot of folks was it made them feel like they could be heard because now I got my Mm -hmm. name on the side of a train and the whole city gets to see my name on the side of a train and this was a time, also, where we're coming out of the '60s and '70s. Now, the '60s was the civil rights movement. '70s right. was the Black Pride movement, Black Power, and then mm. our our communities get just just hammered um, by drugs. So, folks is really still trying to like hold on to their identities, and graffiti was a way for a lot of people who were of this hip hop era to really put their their love, their identity, their uniqueness, their art, their craft up into a space for the world to see. If you've mm. ever seen one of the greatest documentaries ever, it's called Style Wars. And Style Wars is a documentary about graffiti and it features among other great great uh, graffiti artists, the late K. Slay, which a lot of people know as a DJ. DJ K. Slay, but K. Slay was right. a really dope graffiti artist and his graffiti name was Case. And it really was honestly like very eye-opening for me when I first saw this Documentary for really showing how like the four elements of hip hop really worked together originally. Like there was DJing, there was MCing, there was b-boying, and there was graffiti. Because all of these, all of these things were different ways that people from the same circumstances were expressing themselves. And so it's like, okay, maybe I can't rap, and maybe I can't b-boy, and maybe I can't DJ, but I could draw, right? Right. So it really is a a very um, organic expression of a people when we see the different ways that art came through. And my favorite graffiti artist was Dondi. And uh Dondi ended up passing away of AIDS, but his work is one of the most famous uh pieces of graffiti that you that you know. And um he did uh children of the children why am I saying children of the corn? Uh-huh of the corn No but if you see the art you know it and you're like oh like because it's one of those pieces of work that's like the quintessential Like Oh Whenever they show graffiti They're like This is graffiti
2: So Okay I got a question for you Amanda About Mm -hmm. this graffiti
1: How they get it on
2: these These tall buildings Every time I'm driving I see graffiti I'm like How do they get Six feet off the ground Or on a moving train Like Do you know the secrets Of the graffiti Children
1: of the Grave well they were climbing listen they would climb up onto of course that's the other thing graffiti was dangerous like that's another thing like to be a part of hip-hop was dangerous (laughs) okay because like vandalism was considered a crime that was punishable right Right. folks was these folks was going in the tunnels of the train and learning how to like not get hit by the train like you see in beach street how the guy ends up getting electrocuted on the third rail while he's trying to, like, fight this dude who's, who's like, trying to tag, you know, trying to tag on his tag. Mm-hmm. It was real. Um, and they would climb up on the scaffolding. They would climb up on the billboards. Like, yeah, you got to have, you got to be cut different <laughs> to do graffiti. Okay? You got to be no cut different. And, you know, graffiti is, I think a lot of people also just think of New York when they think of, like, hip-hop. But, New York, Philly, like that area was definitely very, very um, influential. And uh, it's important that we acknowledge graffiti when we talk about the true elements of hip-hop. So that's been
6: today's... I was going to tap in and tell you the first Graffiti artist is from Philadelphia uh, Noted, uh, Daryl McRae A.K.A. Cornbread, so salute to him There
1: you go, shout out to all our Philly Folks, shout out to all of our Philly Folks, keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show The Amanda Seals Show We up, we up, we up Alright y'all It's been a good one right here at the Amanda Seal Show I am Amanda Seals and we are going to Head on out uh, We've had a great day I had a great day mm-hmm. on this Fun Day Friday. What are some of the things that we went through, we discussed, we had going on?
2: Will you give us your public service announcement per usual? Plus, we had to shout out some black joy. You know, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are spreading black joy in Nigeria. Megan Stein is spreading black joy with her Flame High University. Jay-Z and Meek Mills are spreading black joy with their Reform Alliance. Mm-hmm. And also Anthony Nesty is making history by becoming the first black US Olympic swim coach. I gave a people versus to <laughs> The girl Sexy Red And let me just say this Real quick You know We we gave a lot of heat During that segment But I I honestly just urge a lot of people To just get more informed Because I feel like A lot of people Have that same viewpoint But it's really Because they lack Just like The information Of like how things Come to be So
1: you know Well they also just lack The curiosity Of the information Like they Mm -hmm. want The freedom To say whatever Like people want Mm -hmm. That freedom To like have their voice heard But they don't Have the responsibility Of making sure That their voices Are heard In like a legitimate way i mean that's what my i knowing segment was about yesterday but for the record just want to say it one more time okay um donald trump is not who granted the nation their covid checks that was actually uh signed off by a democratic republic by a democratic u.s house of representatives uh and he was a part of the republicans and the republicans did not want to give uh checks okay they, he, they did not <laughs> Right So he signed off on that uh, We also love to say Like uh, Like they act as if He was giving the checks From his pocket Do you know why Why Because he What delayed people Getting their checks Was him demanding That the check Actually have his signature on it All right. Yeah Mm -hmm. Even though the checks are from our taxes, y'all. Like, we paid ourselves. Um, so (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And that's why there's inflation now, okay? So that's a real thing that I think we need to just make sure that we know and have in our back pocket when people try and spit this false rhetoric. Also, with um, the—I have to research this, but I saw someone saying that that first step rule that people are saying is like, oh, he helped black people get out of jail. Mm -hmm. Now, one— Anybody that he pardoned, like Lil Wayne or uh, Teddy Riley's brother, he was paid $2 million to pardon them. And that's part of a whole other case that Rudy Giuliani has coming down. Um, But the other thing is that the reality that I have been told that I have to research is that the first step rule was actually something that the Democrats had been trying to pass for 10 years, apparently, Mm, and that it only got across the finish line because the Republicans agreed to it in exchange for a tax break for the rich so i gotta
2: research that
1: i gotta research that but exactly (laughs) exactly and i just want to say i'm so irritated like folks keep trying to push this rhetoric like democrats and republicans are the same they're the same there have been times in history where they were much closer in relation But as we stand now in 2024, which is when we're voting, we're voting in 2024. Mm -hmm. We're not voting in 94. People love to be like Joe Biden, the 94 crime bill. The 94 crime bill was a bipartisan bill. Many black people supported, including the Congressional Black Caucus. And I also Mm -hmm. want to say this. The 94 crime bill greatly impacted black people, largely in part, though, because the states allowed it to. Mm -hmm. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't a bill that said like we're gonna get black people in jail, but like anything, it's one of these things where it gets created and then in America's racist systems, it gets bastardized and pointed at the most vulnerable, which is us. So I just want to bring those things to light. Y'all know what to do. Voting is coming down, so I hope to see y'all getting your vote on. Keep it locked right here the Amanda Seal Show. Bye
5: guys. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up.